2: What's up, y'all? This is Nina Perez, and this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. And I know that you are here to listen to the best humans on the planet to grow, challenge, and transform your thinking. Let's do this. And I love like going around and finding people who are doing different things to bring them on here to give you things to think about. And today I found Tim Brannion, and I hope I said that right. He is the co-founder of True Fans, and he transformed um, his life as a teenager who liked direction. He joined the US Air Force and he became a man with unwavering discipline, strong principles and core values. Things that I really, truly admire. And so I wanted him to come on here to talk to us about what the transition is, what that journey is, and what is true fans. Okay, we got to get into that. So Tim, welcome, welcome. How are you?
3: I'm doing awesome, (laughs) Nina. Thank you for the introduction. And thank you for that little music. That little music kind of got me hyped. Right? It's pretty dope.
2: (laughs) Yeah, my son is uh, is a a music engineer. So he makes music and he made that song for me. And I'm like, oh, I love it. I love the song. Thank that was cool. I was that. digging
3: the graphics and then the little, yeah, it was nice. Kudos to him. <laughs> Thank good, you. good work.
2: Oh, thanks. So Tim, you know, I, I really, um, I love my audience. I love who they are. Um, they're good people. And they're always like um, giving me feedback on everybody and, and what they hear. And I love bringing people on here that have like something different that they do, you know, so I know that you were in the Air Force before. Um, and what I want to get into all of like all the little nitty gritties of what I talked about. So before we do that, Tim, who is mm-hmm. Tim? I love asking that little question. Who are you?
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a guy that was, you know, and in, in short, aggressively curious and not afraid to adapt and overcome even before I got into the military. And that's really how it all started. I, awesome. I grew up in the Midwest in Kokomo, Indiana. I wasn't going anywhere really quick. I was a direct reflection of who I was spending time around and they were in the same camp. They weren't, mm-hmm. didn't really know exactly where they were going. They were just kind of waffling and, and uh, being a reflection of one another. And for me, I, I, became really restless and discontent i always knew that i i could do something i wasn't i didn't lack like the belief um it was just a matter of taking the taking the chance so i i, mm. I made the uh made the choice to join the united states Force. very primitive i looked around and was like okay i think love it or hate it i can do this for four years and at least build up a big uh, you know a nice resume where i could be hired i wasn't right. really thinking entrepreneurial and uh it changed my life i got to travel all around the world i met some of my my, my greatest friends, even to this day, I was held to a different standard than I was before. Um, I learned discipline and learned, uh, you know, just how to carry myself, kind of sharpen these characteristics of, of what I you know, would call characteristics of success. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that that ultimately, um, you know, I, that led to more restlessness and discontent. I was in the military for about four years, and then I started to see where I was going where that was going to lead. Right. And uh, I ultimately decided, OK, this isn't for me long term I'm going to go to school, got burned out in school, um, felt felt like I was cattle. To be honest, it was <laughs> I was in this place yeah. and um, yeah. it didn't work out anyway. So I, uh, I jumped at the chance to work overseas. I did that for a short stint, made ridiculous money um, at a young age, didn't have any bills or anything like that. But I got to a point where I was like, OK, I'm not really happy here. What's important to me? What is wealth? What matters? Right. Mm-hmm. I'm missing out on home. I, I was lonely. I didn't have a a woman in my life at all. It was just me and a bunch of dudes out in the desert, you know, doing, doing work. And, uh, you know, I, I, started to become curious on how can I make half of this money, but own my time. So I, I racked through everything in my brain as far as, uh, companies and, and franchising and, and all these different methods that I could create an income with and technology made a lot of sense. And I've uh, mm-hmm. been in it ever since. And I can tell you the ups and downs. I've, I've never, qu- I didn't quit. I probably should have and could have at least four times that I can think <laughs> right. of. And, right. uh, you know, we've, I've, I've made, I've, I've done well in that industry now. We've, we've generated millions of dollars. Um, awesome. We've acquired millions of different users around the planet over that time. And I've had some major losses too. I've had some serious failures. Oh, so I I'm feel sure. like,
1: sure.
3: you know, at this point now, I just, I, I've never built a personal brand. So we we're talking about this earlier. You know, yeah. I want to get on and just give it all away. So if there's right. questions and, and that's what I'm doing now, you know, I'm kind of getting right. out of my own way and getting in front of the camera. And-
2: yeah, that's good, <laughs> right? Go. Yeah, yeah. you know, and that's the, that's the good thing because you know what? I, and I'm sure you already know this, but Tim, people buy you before they buy whatever you're selling right? I mean, they have to really be convinced about who you are as a person. So I want to go back a little bit because you said when you got into the military, you saw where you were going and said, this is not for me. So where was it that you saw where you were going?
3: Well, in the military, you're given a rank and it's typically, you know, similar to the the traditional civilian world, your your time and grade, right? equates Mm -hmm. to your pay. So I saw that after x amount of time if i continued to do it i you know do do what was told of me and requested of me i would end up probably around this this area um, in this rank and uh, mm-hmm. for me i i looked at some of those people and in my shop if you will um, they weren't really fulfilled and they, they hadn't really i don't know grown much in my opinion mm-hmm. and this is you know, i'm mm-hmm. generalizing but for me i i saw that and i wasn't content with that being me i wanted to I wanted to do something different, so I, right. I saw kind of the writing in the sand and decided, uh, you know, what what can I, I can do something different here? I can set myself up a different way. I can make a different choice.
0: Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. You know,
3: I, I decided to just take a take a different direction, and that's you know, initially it was school, um, right? And that ended up not being the best choice for me, but uh, it, it was a you know it was a change of scene. What
2: were you going to school for?
3: uh just general studies so okay, i went yeah. i went to a small community college and uh, what i discovered was that at least in it from my discovery when i went there it's it's like no one really knew what they were doing it was just the next chapter
4: yeah and they yeah. were
3: there you know maybe they had just graduated or they believed that if by you know, going this route they could make more money mu- I, don't, I don't know right. strange i uh i didn't last too long i lasted about a semester and a half i did really well but um mm-hmm all the while I was planning my escape. I was like, how can I go out and make money and, and, you know, continue to build my resume continue on this trajectory towards, you know, ultimately what I didn't know I was seeking was freedom. I really Mm -hmm. admired like freedom and the ability to say no and the ability to kind of control my own, uh, if I wanted to (laughs) control whether I have facial hair or not, or what I wear. And Right. Just a little bit more control over my day to day life, how I spend my time. So that's. So it
2: that's sounds like things. it sounds like it sounds like you might have gotten like both things from the military. Right. Maybe some of that, you know, discipline and wanting more and wanting to move forward and knowing you can do more things, but also not having somebody control every move. Right. right? So It yeah. sounds to me like you learned both things from the military. Am, am I fair on saying that?
3: Yeah, I became a really great employee, I think like in the military where I otherwise wouldn't, I got really good at at understanding my role. And a terminology that I use is just shutting up and coloring. There's a time in life sometimes where you just need to shut up and color Mm -hmm. and do, do your task and know your position inside the mission. And I got really good at that. Um, and then it was in the exploration of freedom that I got really good at, at calling the shots and creating, systems and processes that could get us to where we needed to go. And I discovered uh, the reality that anybody, including myself, could create a service that solves problems or create a product that solves problems. And then your new mission becomes your customer. So getting them is the first tactical thought process. How do I get people? Obviously that align with the product or service that you're selling. How do I get people? And then number two, how do I make them really, 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 really happy? because they become advocates of of what i have and and what's going on so that you know those two thought processes uh derived through the pursuit of like how do i obtain freedom Mm -hmm. for you know the things that i wanted everybody's got a different uh, mindset on what their freedom number is and what they would be doing with their time if money was no longer a thing right i just became obsessed and curious (laughs) with
2: that did you ever have like Besides the military, though, did you ever have like a a job where you were an employee? Because it sounds to me like you you really have a heart of an entrepreneur, right? Like somebody who desires that freedom and desires to do their own thing, but also create. So was that did you ever have another employment or?
3: Oh, yeah. So there was a time. So I've, I've had two civilian style jobs. They were both in connection to the Department of Defense still. But as a civilian, so when I went and worked overseas as a contractor, I was with a company called Constellis Group that was, a, you know, I was a civilian in support of the Department of Defense. So I was doing a similar role to what I was doing in the military. However, okay. I was a civilian, so very similar. Um, and then, you know, that I, that I was doing well and, and to, that was the first start to my tech venture. Um, and I just so happened to do really well with the first platform that we built. Um, I think Mm -hmm. we got it to like $90,000 a month, global, global user base. We did a home run and it was awesome. Uh, But it was, uh, it was working at whatever else I worked. So I worked also as a civilian, not too long, actually like about, I worked for two years at Grissom Air Force Base. Um, Okay. And I don't want to go into too much depth about, like, what I did there. I yeah, don't that's know, like, fine. I was just wondering. And that's, and that's yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but, no, no. Uh, don't
2: want you to do that. Don't right, want you to do but, that.
3: But uh, so I, I, I do have a lot of experience with working my job and minding my freedom. So I, mm-hmm, I worked mm-hmm. in a position where it was like, okay, here's how much time I have. Here's how much I'm willing to give. And here's what this could do for myself and my family. But ultimately, I've always been working on, sub, like, an additional sustenance um, when it comes okay. to Uh, additional incomes and such. Um, Okay. So.
2: Okay. Yeah, I was just curious about that because I'm like, did you just, you know, I thought you maybe just jumped right into entrepreneurship, but you did tell me that you worked overseas and that you were feeling lonely there and stuff, and that's when you came back. So you said family, so I'm assuming when you came back, you found the love of your life. Is that what happened?
3: (laughs) Yeah, accidentally. I actually found, so my wife's name's Marla, and we now have two kids, Finley and Caden. They are ages – one and a half and almost four uh, So our house is Fun. pretty busy a lot of activities yeah. and adventures going on and yeah that's that's wealth so
1: it um, is. it's it been is.
3: awesome and, and i have time now that we can you know go and do things maybe it's monday today or tuesday wednesday we can, you know, I can go over for lunch and it's 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 awesome it's worth it yeah as much as this yeah. crazy entrepreneurial world will will bring you up and down on the roller coaster it's worth it in the long run and nah. you, you're crazy enough to stick and stay
2: <laughs> listen you got to be crazy enough or otherwise this is not for you right and mm-hmm. it's this thing about you know trading your time for hours it's 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 so different when you have the mindset of becoming that ceo or becoming that you know person who leads a team and stuff like that so i want to talk to you about that because i know that you are the um, co-founder of True Fans, yep. but I do want to know what True Fans is. I honestly don't know what it is. Um, yeah. So I'd like you to break that down for us. Go Definitely. right ahead.
3: So, so True Fans is one of several platforms that I own and it started with uh, just seeing what was wrong in the market. So we saw that uh, creators, content creators were being historically underpaid and undervalued on traditional social mm-hmm. media. Your data is being sold. Um, you know, you're not really getting paid you're limit. You're limited on your algorithm and your reach. So if you're trying to build True. a community, you're trying to build, you know, your network. Um, good luck on on uh, getting your message across. Most people aren't going to see it. I think it's like three percent see it. Uh, yeah. So j- and just to name a few. I mean, right now, people's information is being. I mean, you're you're being deplatformed, or if you have a difference in opinion, a dialogue, yeah. you can yeah. be canceled, and that mm-hmm. information can be removed forever, which is mm-hmm. kind of strange. So anyway, it was all these things that we thought, okay, we can change this. We can create a platform where, uh, you know, content creators get paid to post. There's no limiting algorithms. There's no limiting reach on on that person's community. They can can manage their community and send out their information. Everybody will get notified. And then additionally, we'll give them a bunch of different ways that they can monetize through tips, gifts, pledges.
1: Oh, nice. um donations okay. etc
3: there's there's a multitude of different ways to get paid and, and the best way to describe who we are and who we aren't is to describe uh, that we're very similar to our competitors like patreon or OnlyFans. a lot of people are familiar with those folks okay yeah. and uh the biggest difference is the fact that we're 100 percent only for content creators so not just everybody can gain access instead of being like walmart or more like a country club okay uh, we pay more um we pay faster. We actually just launched instant payments. So as soon as you have active funds in your account, you can take a, an instant withdrawal directly to the debit card of your choice within seconds. Have your money. Um, and then the biggest thing is, outside of having additional features and functionality, we don't allow adult content. So we are a wholesome alternative. Oh, yeah, well, we're a wholesome awesome. alternative for folks that would love to have like a fan site, but don't want to be associated to the adult industry. So they would apply. Uh, to to gain access with us and then they go through a vetting process and then we give them a platform and typically we jump on either myself someone from the team will get on and help them understand how to best maximize the platform for their goals Mm -hmm. and who Mm -hmm. they are and what they create or do so that's really great
2: yeah I mean you're standing up for a lot of great things here right because you can open it up to the adult industry or whatever and then make a lot of money but then how does that what does that say about you What does that say Mm -hmm. about you right so i love that because when i was introducing you i talked about that how you have like these strong principles and these core values that you have and that sounds like what this is about as well like still keeping true to your core values and your strong principles but yet still launching something that can be beneficial to a lot of people right right
3: right Yeah, yeah we wanted to stamp our flag and be the logical choice alternative to those platforms and we have done really well with 200 and some odd thousand users across the planet now we're in like 41 different countries we're processing in like 122 different currencies we've only been around for a little over two years now like uh, like public Mm -hmm. and uh just who we're meeting has been awesome just meeting the people and helping them flip the switch from uh, creator to entrepreneur like we're mm-hmm. producing hybrids really is that mm-hmm. I like to call them like people come yeah. to us, normally they don't understand like how to monetize or really their power of influence and attention and we really help them go from their initial goals to a lot of cases once we help them hit hit certain milestones they maybe didn't think they could um, mm-hmm. then we help them go to the next level. So whether it's PR or mm-hmm. setting up their taxes or infrastructure there, we're, t- we're turning them into business people.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, that's a good thing, though, because I think a lot of us who are, I, 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 um, I'm i a director of, of of culinary operations somewhere, so I have my full-time thing. Yeah. And, but I realize that when you have this, like, when you want to become the podcaster or the creator or the YouTuber or whatever that is, you're right that there is a big gap there right it's like less than what is it two percent or something like that of people that actually monetize their podcasts and stuff like yeah you know there's a lot of there's a lot of things that you know people miss um so that's that's really great that you're filling in that gap and i have heard of patreon although i never been on it mm-hmm. um so at least i uh, thank you for explaining it that way because now I, I get it i get yeah. it now I, I was i was at first i'm like i don't know what true fans is but this is a great way to explain it yeah um so you did say that there was some, there ebbs and lows, right? So what was the, what was like one of the hardest parts you've learned with like going through, you know, your entrepreneurship and, and I don't know if it was with true fans, cause you said you own a, a couple of different things that you do. So, yeah. Yeah. So what there's were some been, of your challenges?
3: There's been so many like, now, um, one of the first recommendations I can give is fail enthusiastically. Expect to learn in failure and just realize that you're not alone. Yeah. When you're going through things that are tough, someone else probably has as well. You're yeah. not alone. And there's probably a book on it, or there's a YouTube video, or there's a podcast you can link yeah. up with Nina. She's going to help you out through it. No, there's so, so that's one. The first recommendation before I even get into to what happened or didn't happen in my story uh, fail enthusiastically. Uh, so one of my failures was hire, firing. It took me a long time to get rid of the right person. Let's put it mm-hmm. that way. So I, I'm a guy that really cares. I deeply, I don't know if I can curse on here, but I deeply you can. care. You can. I, I, deeply, you can. I, deeply, <laughs> I deeply give a shit. There right. you go. And I really yeah. do. So I, I hired a team. Uh, to. This was in my process, really, of trying to find a great software development team, which took years. Yeah. Um, And I, I brought people on and I, I expected and wanted things and it took a whole year for nothing to come to fruition. I spent hundreds of thousands of dollars mm-hmm. and ultimately had nothing to show for it. And it took way too long to get rid of the right person. And uh, I think my advice there is to set expectations early yeah. and allow your people to fire themselves. Yeah. So if you've got somebody uh, inside your organization or if you're bringing people on, I'm hearing a little feedback in my head that's why I'm
2: <laughs> oh, are a you?
3: Job. Yeah, I think I can hear it on your speaker. <laughs> Hold um, on. No, I think I'm good now. Okay. It was, it was I could hear myself it was throwing me off. Um but when you're hiring somebody, set the expectations up up front, early, and you tell them, "Hey, you know, I'm excited about this. You're the person that I'm going to pick." Let's date for 90 days. Let's let's circle back. Here's the things that I'm, I'm looking for. Here's the things that I want. Everything seems great right now, but I want to make sure this is a good fit for you. I want to make sure this is a good fit for me and more importantly, make sure this is a good fit for us. Here's where we're going as a company. Here's what we want to achieve. Here's what we're about. Here's our people that we're serving. And if that doesn't align after 90 days, we need to have a crucial conversation and a discussion and then let them know that through that 90 day period, um, you know, the only time that they will be let go is by themselves. You've already given them clear expectations. And in the event yeah. they're not doing that, yeah. then it's just simply you bringing it up. Hey, uh, you're not meeting these these areas. Is there something going on? Can I help you? Can I serve you? I need you to be doing this. If you're not, um, you know, then you're going you're gonna to part ways from us. And yeah. it's just business. It's all love, you know, but that helps you. If you're a feeler like me and you care, yeah. and you hate to let people go um, because you want them to be a certain way. That will yeah. set the expectations both for you and that person. And, you know, you don't have to wait an entire year of time or spend a lot of money yeah. to, to learn that harder lesson from me. Unless you do, then learn it enthusiastically. But that's yeah. something that I went through um, that I've since changed and edited based on that. I, I would call it a failure for sure, but, it you know, oh, it, it helped failure. me adapt, yeah. you know, to, yeah. to learn that lesson. And now it's quick. It's, it's just business. Hey, man. Yeah. Here's the expectations. Here's the upfront thing. Hey, yeah. you're not hitting these brother. You got to go, man.
4: Yeah. Yeah. You
3: gotta go. Oh, yeah. I got other
2: people. Yeah, and the, but the truth is, is is you are also setting them up to succeed too. Right. Because if you're giving the expectation, they have something to look uh, forward to. And if there's somebody who um, needs that, like that system, right? It really does help. It helps your team. It helps you. It helps everybody be on the same page. And it also helps you, Tim, to really be the CEO you're you're supposed to be. It helps sure. you step up right definitely because it's one thing about being uh, uh and i get that because i've i've had a couple of businesses myself and it, it is a challenge it's a challenge um and then you don't you feel bad you know you when you got to let that person go you feel <laughs> bad you know but you're right i love that you said that and and something that i do as well i always say i never fire you you fire yourself yeah. you know um and my team knows that so as soon as i'm saying well this was nice and they're like i know i fired myself yeah you kind of did, yeah. You, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I get that. And that's really, that's a good lesson, Tim, and a good lesson to learn and a good lesson to share with people because a lot of people are now getting into the entrepreneurship world, right? And mm-hmm. so we're getting handed a lot of uh, garbage, if you will, <laughs> right? Um, and so there's a lot of people who are, you um, are setting themselves up first and not being able to deliver what they've set themselves up to do.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. I think I said that. Nice. Okay. Yeah.
3: Uh- <laughs> no, definitely. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. That, that and Looking been, for uh, characteristics. Like when you're hiring somebody, um, what I do, it, it's great. You can look at certifications. You can look at somebody's experience when I'm talking to somebody, I, 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 I look, I'm looking for energy. I'm looking for charisma. I'm looking yeah. for somebody that can solve problems and fix things. And and what I found is people that have played like athletic sports, or people that have been in, in some sort of industry that they've they've operated at a high level inside of a team. Mm-hmm. Those are your people that that will that will go above and beyond for themselves and for the company.
2: Yeah.
3: And those people are great team members. Yeah. So you know I've seen I've worked well with professional athletes. I've worked well with people that uh, you know that that have operated their own business before. They almost become entrepreneurs. They're yeah. they're inside as an entrepreneur.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um,
3: they, they understand both sides of of the game. So they understand both being an employee, or a position in the mission. They understand owning one and operating one. So that's yeah. a really unique person that uh yeah they, they normally is a great fit. <laughs>
2: Do you think you're going to um, always remain an entrepreneur?
3: Yeah, I'm never going to retire. I'm in a really good place now, like like financially, time wise. It's just things have changed for me. Yeah. As far as what my definition of wealth is now, and and what my objectives are, mm-hmm. so you know, I'm, I'm you know, for, this is another thing. Just realistically, I've. I've I've had to work through giving myself permission to make large amounts of money because Mm -hmm. of apprehensions of success. Mm -hmm. That's very, very true. That's real. Being very, very transparent. Yeah. So I grew up lower middle class. So Mm -hmm. my relationship with money has had to be programmed. Mm -hmm. I've had to re look at how I look at income and wealthy wealth and and money and and people that have money. And for me, uh, you know, if you would ask me, Five years ago, four or five years ago, um, about making twenty thousand dollars a month or thirty thousand dollars a month, I'd have been whoa, that's yeah. a lot. Whoa, I can't, yeah. I can't do that now. I've and had you work. You on been, it. Right. You been right,
2: you would have been right.
3: you yeah, absolutely, because I hadn't <laughs> yeah. gone to the yeah. mind, the mind gym. Yeah, Tim Brandon, my my self worth and self value was being sabotaged by my self worth and self value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, true it wasn't until I I started working on uh, my belief and what I thought about myself and unpacking my different fears and various nuances around that, that I started to, to, you know, prosper even further. But now I'm at, you know, that's, I feel like that's a constant thing, constant game. So now I'm, I'm focusing on what the next, the next uh, milestone is going to be and who, and I feel at this point now it's my responsibility as crazy as that might yeah, sound, it's yeah. my it's the response to my ability to give back and to serve yeah, yeah. and to use money as a tool for mm-hmm. my community and in my in our economy. And you know, I'm a, I'm a Christian dude, so like I, I have this idea of having a separate bank account that becomes this philanthrop, philanthropic yeah. purse, if you yeah. will. And yeah. then when when I see opportunities, it'll be used for uh, for good.
2: Yeah same and that's here. the hope
3: I get so it's that. like it's a cool it, it's like that then you know focusing on those things gives me permission to to make even more money because now mm-hmm. it's being mm-hmm. used whereas before I didn't have like an idea on you know how <laughs> what's what's the point yeah and i think realistically you know I, I it's tactical to think about um the the pains or the different obstacles that can come with creating large amounts of money i've seen really miserable people that are that are super well,
2: yeah, me too.
3: Me too. I've seen, you know, me I've got, I, I, I got people that I know that that don't have all pillars of wealth. I don't feel like yet. So, yeah, like as I'm yeah. climbing the ranks, I want to make sure that I'm having fun. I want to make sure that I'm being fulfilled. I want to make sure that there's purpose and there's, you know, we're we're doing good things. And I specifically am using it as service and ministry. I'm, I'm walking in my responsibility. That's awesome. Which is important. Yeah. So. You know, that's just, that's my, my head on it. I don't want to lose myself uh, and gain the world.
2: No, that's really great. <laughs> I mean, and it, you know, it. and do you believe in um, also having a coach yourself or somebody around you yourself that's, that's um, maybe has, has already been at that higher pillar because you'll, I, I think anyway, I, I surround myself with a lot of people that push me, mentor me or coach me to a higher level, yep. because what I realized is the same as you, Tim, I struggled with that too. Like, Oh, I'm never going to make six figures. And what a six <laughs> figure looks like that type of thing. And that kept me down. Right. Yeah. And it wasn't until I unlocked that, that I was able to hit the six figures. And yeah. now I want to move on to the seven, the eight, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. So do you believe that also? Like, do you believe you surround yourself with people that raise you up?
3: Yep. Not just people like you can surround yourself with people through information through books. You can surround yourself with people yeah. through information through audio suggestion. Surround yourself with people by every means possible, in my opinion. So I, I do have a coach. Her name's Patty Pavey. She's a neurolinguistic programming coach mm-hmm. that, that's helped me kind of unpack things in a more when I say neurolinguistic, linguistic if I say hypnosis, people get all weirded out. They, right. they a I'm nervous. an NLP
2: master <laughs> practitioner. I get okay, it.
3: Okay, perfect. <laughs> so, so most people would like, you know, they kind of freak out or they, they're they a little nervous. Yeah. But uh, it, for me, I had to kind of discover that at first I had to build trust. It took her probably a year and a half to even to get me to, to come around. I'm I'm right. real, you know, <laughs> careful. Right. But anyway, yeah, so I have a coach that's, that's helping me. Uh, find the scary monster and destroy it and attack it Yeah, and and unpack me uh, and look at things differently. Mm -hmm. And then I, yeah, I, I am aggressive. I I seek people that are higher highs than me uh, to build relationships with like authentic relationships. And, and how I do that is, and this is just natural. When I meet people um, I just met a guy, I'll just throw it out there. His name is Steve Harward. He owns Prime Corporate Services, and mm-hmm. uh, it's an amazing company. We partnered inside. They they do all our tax prep, tax filing, entity setup. Oh, I know
2: Prime. Mm-hmm.
3: Do you? Okay, dude. Steve is awesome. Yeah, so he's the founder. We built an incredible friendship, literally within seconds of of like connecting with each other. And uh, so, you know, when I when I meet people like that instantly, I start trying to figure out how can I serve Steve.
4: How mm. can I help Steve? Mm.
3: Where here's a guy that makes—I don't even know what Steve makes—a lot of money. He's got a jet. He's got a huge, beautiful office. He's blessed beyond measure. And it's like, how do I help Steve? What can I do that he, you know, to to help him? And and I think that's been advantageous, like an authentic, um, you know, connection. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people at that higher level. If you're looking to connect with with people that can help you grow and progress. You know, these people sometimes I think are under attack. They don't have a lot of like real relationships where people yeah. to have their bets. Like people are trying to climb on them. Yeah. It's like if you can show them that, you know, if you can really genuinely find a way to serve them, um, you know, I think it's it's mutually profitable. So yeah. I don't know. I think that's, I'm trying to explain how I've been able to make friends in that world. Yeah. But I put myself in positions to be around people like that. Um,
2: yeah. Well, if you're authentic too. They need authenticity, right? A lot of people, I mean, they're they're people like us. They just happen to do something a little bit different that made them wealthy, right? I mean, I'm around billionaires a lot, right? So it's like, and I realized that they're just human beings. Like, you know, they'll sit down and have a cup of coffee. We'll chit-chat over a croissant or whatever. And it's like... (laughs) normal stuff right like my dog had to go to the vet like it's normal stuff and you know um, I'm glad that you did the work right to unlock what you were thinking and unlock those those barriers and I'm glad I did the work too because it helps you to become more human and it actually helps you to be more authentic so now when you go and hang out with Steve it's really because you want to yeah, you know what I'm saying. Not because he's going to give you a, the next jet. You know what I mean? Right. Like I think, and and people know Tim, especially yeah. people who have already reached these pinnacles in their life. They know when you are BSing them. They know, <laughs> you know. And so people, I, I I just find that to be so like yucky. I don't I don't like that. Right. So I'm a. Straight shooter, I just just the way how I roll. I mean, that's why it's called straight talk. No, Shit yeah. At it. <laughs> I love that we had this really cool, authentic conversation, Tim. Um, you know, I wish you much, much success in what you're doing. Um, and so I don't want to let you go before my audience knows how to reach you. Yeah. Um, because I, I like true fans, I'm gonna go on and check it out. Yeah, um, and so I want you to let us know, you know, how people can get involved, and more specifically, I think who can be a part of true fans right so i know what you don't want but who do you want on true fans and then break that down for us
3: yeah uh so i want somebody who's hungry that'll treat it like a business that'll give themselves permission to to create Mm -hmm. and and i want people you know in all different all different industries or all different niches whether you're a photographer whether you're a videographer whether you do art there's all sorts of different forms of art Mm -hmm. Uh, you're a musician. Uh, if you're a model, that's fine, too, as long as, you know, you're not doing any adult stuff. If you've got a craft, you're a coach, um, then, yeah, we'd love we'd love to have you. There's typically, like, uh, when, when people are applying, like, some of the things we look for is someone has a minimum of, of 5,000 authentic followers. Mm-hmm. But what I've been doing, Nina, and I'll make sure that you get access, is that anybody that wants to gain access to true fans, they can get in contact with you. And then we'll give you um, basically your own dashboard where you can invite people through you. And we'll just share the prosperity. So in the event we have a referral program, that's a lifetime referral program. So in the event that they talk with you and you think they're a good fit, uh, you can invite them and then, you know, your ability to help them sign up, set up and launch their channel based on who they are.
2: Oh, I see. Okay. Um, it's just
3: a mutual benefit. And it's just a way for me to get back to what you're doing, because I think, you know, in the short stint, I've already realized you're pretty awesome. and I, I want this to work yeah, and, and kind of fund what you're doing. And yeah. bring more people on here to share kind of the ripples of information out in the world. Uh, but yeah, to get in touch with me, it's really easy. Just look up, you know, you can Google Tim Brannion. Um, I should pop up. And then it's on LinkedIn. Uh, let's see. LinkedIn. Oh, you can go to my website too, timbrannion.com. Okay. Um, if they want to reach me or kind of see what I've got going on or learn a little bit more. Um, and then true fans,
2: is it true fans with a z.com or yeah truefans.com
3: okay. and and you can go there uh, and, and check out you know some of the videos you can see some of our creator highlights you can see learn a little bit more information about what it is and what it's not um, but it is a hundred invite only so the best way for them to gain access isn't I to apply on that. true fans they need yeah. to go through you yeah um, and they'll probably have a better. A better option <laughs> yeah, I, mean, like,
2: I mean that's just that's just a, a, a well uh, first of all kudos to you because that's really a very disciplined and fantastic way for you to keep your your um site the way you want it right? right like really controlling that that there isn't an adult industry going on that none of that is really happening on your watch yep. because you're making sure that they have to be invite only and you're checking them out so kudos man that's that's awesome yeah. right? we that's probably cool. could have
3: grown really really fast well, yeah. but we would have tarnished uh the reputation and as yeah. we go to launch ads this year um right. you know we're still gonna have those gate keeps on, on mm-hmm. different tech mm-hmm. to ensure that, that we remain that wholesome alternative but uh that's where we're stamping our flag we're excited right. about that and and we're pumped to uh, to connect with other people so yeah. I really do appreciate the opportunity to be on Nina and
2: I'm glad. I'm glad we stay that.
3: connected too for sure.
2: Yeah, 100%. I mean, I'm a Christian too. We got to. We're brother and yeah. sister, you know? <laughs> <laughs> But no, Tim, thank you so much, really, for being here and for sharing that information. And, you know, I'll make sure to link all of your info uh, below so that everybody can kind of reach out to you and reach out to, you know, true fans, see what that's about. Cause I mean, like I said, I, I do with a lot of coaches, a lot of creators, a lot mm-hmm. of like that kind of stuff. So this is your audience, right? This is your audience. Yes. You did a good job talking to them, too. Thank you, cool. Tim. Well,
3: thank you so much. And, <laughs> thank uh, you. yes. Thank
2: you. And guys, thank you so much for spending this time with us. You guys know I love you two pieces. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening. You are the best. Okay, I have the best podcasting community ever. I really do. And I appreciate you guys being on here. Make sure you go on to winject.com slash register. W-I-N-J-E-C-T dot com slash register and register for my free community because I want to be really um, connected with you. And I want us to brainstorm and be with each other and connect in a deeper way if you are looking for coaching please make sure that you also email me at hello at straight talk no sugar edit.com i work with women and i help them develop that business that they are envisioning in their hearts so that they can win thank you guys so much for being here love you love you love you this is dina perez straight talk no sugar added until next